0: Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to a reflection. So today we are gonna be exploring this idea of the story meeting reality. And a very visceral example of the story, of my story meeting reality yesterday. Yeah. So if you may be aware, I hope you are, that I have been training for a 10K. I am a, a, a run a late runner in my life. I came to running quite late, and I have been training for a ten k to get my ten k time down to forty under forty seven minutes. Well, under forty seven fifty one to be precise. That was my fastest time I ever achieved it back in twenty twenty one. But it was an unofficial time because there were no racing that year, so it wasn't an official race. And so I have been training hard for eighteen weeks to get to this point, and it's been a a fantastic journey i have really enjoyed the journey of achieving this looking to achieve this and it's been i've I've had the story now this is the point i'm talking about i've been talking about this idea about creating a vision in our mind where we achieve what we say we're going to where we actually put it up and, and really kind of live that possibility what is so fascinating for me about running is that you have to hold the vision while you're running this is a classic example in the ways like it's re it's really easy to hold division when you're not actually doing something but when you're actually in the thick of it when you know when the bombs are going off around you how do you hold division to move forward that is the question isn't it and for me this weekend i had a real visceral proof of this so and how difficult it is so the the race was at two o'clock yesterday afternoon uk time and I knew the sun was going to be shining, but I didn't really expect it to be that warm. I mean, it is May in the UK, so we, we are warming up and we do get our hot days and we get our cold days too. But I mean, Scotland, you, you get a mixture of both. But yesterday we had 18 degrees and I don't run in 18 degrees that much. It's too warm for me to run in that temperature. So I set off that race yesterday and I had a training plan, which went completely out the window a little bit because I set off too fast. Um, I was supposed to do my first kilometre um, in around 4 minutes 45, close to 5 minutes. Unfortunately, I did it in 4 minutes 15, which is like significantly faster than I probably should have done. Anyway, the rest of the race, I was trying, looking to hold 4 minutes 35 per, per kilometre. And I did hold that for a few kilometres, but by the time I got to kilometre 4, the temperature and the dehydration was starting to happen, and I was starting to feel really rough. Well, yeah, hard. And I have to say, the whole race, the journey of the race, you know, kilometre 6, I thought, oh, this is terrible. And then on the way back, because it's a big loop, the way back, the wind had dropped, and now I'm in full sunshine, running in full sunshine, and it was brutal. And it was at that point I was fighting with my story. I can do this. I can do this. I can see this. I can see. I can see myself doing this. And I, my mind was going. I need to stop. You need to stop. You need to stop. Because there was this this kind of battle going on inside my head around this run. This run. I think it was pretty obvious at that point that I was never going to achieve the 47 minutes. And I think that was part of the thing that was driving me, really. Because it's just it was so warm, and I could, I could see that it was just slipping away from me. If you're watching this video, you can see my, in the video here, there's an image of me running. And this is the last 50 metres before the end. And you can see the pain on my face. I crossed the line in 49 minutes, 19 seconds. Um, which is probably the fastest time I've done, a, an official time I've ever done. So that's a nice thing to have, a proper official time. It's disappointing I didn't achieve the 47 minutes I was looking for, the sub-47 minutes I was looking for. Now, here's the problem what's going on here, is that my story was one thing. We can all have a story, and that's what we need. We need to have a narrative that we believe in. But we also have to make sure the narrative is grounded in reality. And there's a few reality checks that are coming home to me. One, I am 59 years old. And my body, while I've got it as fit as I possibly can, still has a way to go. So what I discovered after the race, which was... A little scary and I, I felt fine but a little scary is that I ran that race at 180 beats for nearly nine kilometres and I crossed the line at 196 beats on my heart. Now you know classic cars you don't rev the engine that hard for long so I've now got a crisis to me in terms of that I would like to carry on running at this pace at this level but I have to find a solution To get my heart rate down. And it may be that my physiology prevents it. It may be that I have to say, my high, my low, my 10K time is it, that's it. It may be I have to draw a line under it. And that's an example of reality saying, "Mm, no. And now I've got to work that out. Because I could do this again. Yes, I could. But it really is dangerous. It's pushing the limits of my body. So I could do some damage. So I, I now need to seek advice and attention to see how I can do this. And there are some solutions. I could spend six months never raising my heart rate over 130 beats a minute. I, and it literally training my heart to run my life at 130 beats a minute. And it will take six months to do it. And that, in that, that's one of the techniques you can use. But I do need to get some more advice on it. But yeah, you know, there are places I can go with this. But the point about it is, what I'm making here, is that when we set a story, we have to rely on the fact that the story has, has some opportunity for change. There's some opportunity for something different to happen. And while I am really disappointed that I didn't achieve the sub 47 minutes, I am um, appreciative that I did the race safely and I didn't die. <laughs> Which is probably a good thing. Um, I also recognise that it was an enjoyable process. You know, I mean, I, it was great to be racing with with my friends and 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 seeing how this worked out, and acknowledging where I've come because I have. Uh, last year, I did that. I last um, October, no, last November, I ran a fi- uh, I ran a ten uh, k locally, and it was fifty minutes and one second. So in effect, I've taken off a good 40 seconds off that time. And that's an an achievement in itself, to to actually knock off 40 seconds. So I have achieved something in terms of this. There is certainly something, but it's it's left me a lot of unanswered questions where I've got to go next. Um, uh, So I was disappointed yesterday. I was absolutely wrung out. I have to say I did have a long sleep after I did that race yesterday. I definitely needed to sleep because my body was definitely feeling it. And uh, today, the day after, I'm okay. I'm I'm not, there's no damage. So it's all good, but um, I do need to, I do need to look after myself. And the exciting part is, is that in about a month's time or over a month, I am 60 years old and I will be in the new age bracket in running. And so I may even better get prizes and things for running at that pace. But there we go. Who knows? So what does this say about creating the story, about creating, you know, building reality? So look, you know, I'm on about this all the time, is that we have to create the narrative that we choose to live by. And we can choose to not create one and just take life as it comes, or we can choose to live a rich life and create a narrative that we live into. And that's what I'm doing with this. And I'll take this information, this is not a failure, it's information, and I will do something with it. And that's what I'm inviting you to do is like, you know, create the things you want to happen in your life, but accept that reality may have a, may have an, you know, um, well, it will always, reality will always have a hand in the game, put it that way, always have a hand in the game. Because we never know, when we're pushing the the limits, pushing the boundaries, there's always an option for something different. But unless we push the boundaries, we're never going to know the answer, are we? Anyway, that's my s- summary of my race day, which has been such a big part of my life for the last 18 weeks. And um, the next challenge, running challenge for me is uh, a team ultra um, in June, four days before my 60th birthday, where with a team of four, we will be running 100 miles over a period of 18 hours. Um, I don't think it'd be that fast. But, you know, it's, it's running 25 miles but in bits, like a relay. So um, it's a different style of race. It's not really racing. It's just really getting round. That's the difference. So looking forward to that. And then um, as for everything else, I'm not quite sure what it would take me. Um, we'll, we will see. What else I'm gonna offer for you today? You know, if you have something that you've always wanted to do, you know, go out and do it, go out and explore it, but make sure you have a vision for what it looks like so that you can really live into the story, because that's when we live into the narrative and believe the narrative, that's what makes life rich. It's when we kind of just allow life to unfold, it becomes a bit meh. And that's what I help people with. That's why I'm here as a midlife coach, because it's like encouraging people to find things that set your passion alive, set your heart alive. What is it that brings you to life? because that is the secret to living a better life. It's when you find something that really goes, whoosh, that's when it's different. And I know a lot of people find, you know, some of people's thing, no, I can go, where, where was I going with that? I think it's for me, and it may not be true for everybody, I think it has to be expansive. We have to do things that are expansive that make, make a difference. Because when we are stepping out of the comfort zone and doing something which is like, that is when we feel that we're alive. And it's very easy to get stuck in a loop of doing the same things, doing similar things, and letting life pass. Letting life pass. So look, if you are looking to make changes in your life, do check out the website lifepassionandbusiness.com where you will find various coaching options. If you're going to get a project over the line, check out Focus Coaching because that's what it does. It makes things happen. As always, thank you so much for being on this journey with me. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do share it with a friend because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts. And if you can give us a good review, do so. Five stars, always important. I love them. Anyway, as always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I will catch you next time. All the best.